Welcome to Rigged for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens. And today we're recording the second episode uh, from Bolsa Chica State Beach for the KMC Jeep Bash. That's and right. I'm here with Ali. Yeah, you do those intros so nice. <laughs> Such a nice intro. Yep, yep, yep. Our, our listeners are blessed with your <laughs> intro. If I could do everything else that smoothly, <laughs> right? <laughs> I would be set. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, we're out here in Huntington Beach. Yep. And uh, the city of Huntington Beach. Yep. And we are, um, if you heard a third laugh come in, that is Mr. Tony Carvalho. Uh, we got a chance to meet at Tierra del Sol last year. Uh, me and Frank were out there. Yeah. Um, you yeah. came up uh, super, I mean, I all I knew was like, oh, this super humble guy came up and just started rapping with us and you know you're just so passionate and so full of love for like all things jeep um thank you and it, yes. came, it came across um yeah. didn't even know you i didn't know like what you were into what you were doing um, yeah and that was, that was kind of cool about that event it seemed like there was a lot of people kind of on that on that plane where people are just really enthusiastic and passionate about um jeeps or off-roading at that event yeah, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I was intrigued with your setup. I, I I saw it from a distance and I thought, oh my God, I like this setup. I really like it. I've seen this Jeep before and I've been following you before. So I thought, oh man, this is an opportunity for me to walk up and kind of just... Um, just poke around, you know, introduce myself and put a name to the, to the Instagram account. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> face, exactly. Put a face yeah, to that's Instagram exactly it. Yeah. 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 That was so cool. That was yeah. fun to me. Very yeah. fun. Yeah. So I think uh, what was interesting to me to, to get you on here is... Um, and we'll we'll start at the end, but we'll go back and uh, um, talk about the things that got you started into off road. But you do own the um, the Gladiator that you've been working on for what? Yes, I, I, I currently work. Yeah, I work for Tire Track. Yep. And um, I built the or I was the leading designer and builder of the. Uh, Code X okay. Gladiator Yep Jeep Gladiator That has just been um, Completed about a Couple months ago now That thing's a monster Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a monster But it's also a beautiful monster Well thank you very much like, It looks I, awesome I want yeah. to do donuts in it Yeah That <laughs> thing looks so rad <laughs> Yeah I guess the the mission The mission for that vehicle Was um, it, it, You know uh, the glider coming out was so intriguing to me because it, the silhouette has changed a little bit, right? right? So the Wranglers always had the same silhouette. You know, you could take the doors off, the top right. off, you know, uh, bikini top, you know, and it's it's the same silhouette. Right. And now the Gladiator kind of changes that silhouette. So I, I thought that was just so intriguing and so exciting. So I kind of wanted to do something, yeah. do something different. You've got, a, you've, got a, you've got a new canvas that gives you some some new perspective and new inspiration correct yeah well so. what was crazy is um well here real quick why don't you give us a little background on you oh, let's me. let's let's hear about tony um yeah i um i've been a, a a massive fan of uh backpacking outdoors camping uh mountain biking and uh off-roading yep. uh all my life since i was a very very little kid and um when I was 10 years old, I got hooked hard on Jeeps. Okay. And From the age of 10, was your yeah. was your father into it? Uh, no, no, oh. no one in my family. Oh, oh wow! So this was just you loving. You, so it. you this just saw a Jeep and you're like, "This is awesome." Well, the the story is is actually I was in a hospital uh, because um, I was a 10 year old kid and rambunctious and crazy. So yeah. I was in the hospital a lot, but I was in a hospital and my dad decided to buy me a magazine just to kind of keep me occupied yep. in the mags in, in the 
hospital. Yep. So that for those who me. don't know, this is before tablets and before yeah. the internet yes. and all that kind of stuff. Uh. <laughs> back when things back when things were on paper. Back when you read magazines. Wait, you're thinking I'm old? <laughs> what I'm exactly? probably right there with you. So what exactly yeah, yeah. are magazines? Yes, exactly. So we we'll have to explain that. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Is yeah. there paper involved? Uh, yeah, they're like that's tablets so with pages. The pages. Right. You flip them. You, you don't swipe them. them. You yep, flip. Exactly. So binary. It's <laughs> uh, so awesome. But uh, yeah, so I had a magazine, and that magazine just so happened to be uh, Four Wheeler Magazine. And oh, wow. uh, in that Four Wheeler Magazine, it was talking about these guys in California with these Jeeps yep. uh, off-roading and camping in their uh, their Jeeps. And I was hooked hard ever since. Were you not in California? No, I was in Canada. Oh, Windsor, okay. Ontario, Canada. That explains it, because I was going to say, I mean, people don't usually reference out in California unless you were... Yeah. So that was... Uh, oh, my buddy Jose just kind of dropped oh, a little oh, bit of oh, nice. liquid crack. Oh. Do you want some coffee? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. We got some fantastic. Cuban... Cuban coffee? Cuban coffee. Yes. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. Oh, this is... Dude, Jose, this Jose likes... And this oh, is uh, overlanding for sanity. I was in Miami. Overlanding for sanity. <laughs> buddy Jose, he says that uh, Cuban coffee is the reason why Florida does not have uh, speed. <laughs> why, why they don't have a meth problem? Yeah. Uh, all right, and, this came in a thimble, cheers, basically. Cheers, cheers guys! Yep. This is going to be a lively podcast. Oh, that's Ooh. that's so oh delicious! God, this is fantastic! Oh, thank you! Wow, dude, it's fantastic. that's really really good. So, um, when I was slight slight side detour, track. we do that. When I was in um, in business, in Miami for business, um, about three or four months ago, we apparently it's tradition at around lunchtime. To go to the Cuban coffee place uh-huh. and get this stuff. Oh no! Okay. And they, what they do is, you go in there and you and you order it, and they give it to you in what looks like a styrofoam cup of coffee, but it's so rich and so yeah. strong wow. that they give you a stack of these little cups. They look like uh like slightly <laughs> for those for you guys listening, it looks slightly larger than what you would see a dairy uh, packet. For, oh sure, yeah, for like a creamer, a creamer, creamer, yeah. creamer yeah. packet, just slightly taller than that, but the exact same thing. And they give you a stack about four inches tall so it's about 40 cups oh wow of these things and you take it back to your office and everyone gets a little shot like That's this crazy. and, and so then it all comes out of that big styrofoam it all cup. comes out of that big styrofoam because you're not cup. supposed to drink that no yourself. you will oh. be and tony just tony just swallowed that thing like nothing yeah you I will be it. lit if you drink that styrofoam <laughs> cup you uh, will have the shakes and yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so this stuff, this is your this is your afternoon bump I right here it. when you're I in, love it. It's, uh, and, it's, and I didn't get one yet, so this is perfect. Dude, there was a Jeep that just drove by with like two guys hanging onto the cage in oh, the back yeah. and yeah. three guys up front. Was, I'm expecting oh, those guys to at some point it's, be on two wheels. Yeah. That's, that's like, like that. straight out of a Dubai video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. That what? Was funny. Dude, those videos are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Those guys get it's, down. There's some pretty crazy stuff. Have you going seen on the guys? They take the tire off. The they put the tire oh, back yeah. on. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. And they're nuts. climbing out. I saw one where, nuts. like, no joke, like eight guys jumped out. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens when you have like miles of perfectly straight, perfectly yes. paved yeah. roads. Yes. Yeah. No bumps, nothing. Yeah. Right. And these guys are getting out in there. And the part that freaks me out is because obviously they have their their clothing right that they wear there, where they have the long outfit. I forget what the actual name is. Sure. Of the outfit, but. My my biggest fear is like, dude, how are you not worried about that getting sucked up in the wheel, no like or something like yeah. that? Could end so. <laughs> There's badly. a lot of fabric no, going you on. Yeah. Totally, you only saw the good videos. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. So we yeah. went from uh, Tony to magazines to Cuban coffee yeah. to this is to this uh, Saudi is Arabia to driving. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is Rick for dirt in a nutshell. Dubai car culture. <laughs> people talk about our t- people talk about our tangents, and I think we just killed it. Uh, squirrel. <laughs> yes, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're gonna fit in well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you were a kid in a hospital bed flipping yeah. through a magazine with a magazine. <laughs> yep. And yeah, that that magazine had uh, uh, an article about these guys in the jeeps off-roading in the mountains here in California, yep. and I thought that was so amazing, and I was hooked on it hard, and I never let it go, and uh, that drove That's me awesome. right from ten years old to always like. You know, uh, I guess seek and dream and and push for uh, for more off road, more off road, yeah. and get more involved in Jeep. And uh, where'd you grow up? I, I grew up in Windsor, Canada. Okay, uh, you know what? So I didn't want to be like, "Are you from Canada?" Because I heard the about the about yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, that sounds Canadian." Yes. Yeah, and so yeah. you don't know, you you yeah, just yeah. don't know. But oh yeah, okay, yeah, oh yeah. So no, Canada, Windsor, Canada. Nice. Um, so my parents were landed immigrants from Chile, South America. No wow. kidding, dude! Yeah. What a diverse yeah. yeah. So yeah. kind of different, right? Totally. Yeah. So, uh, so I grew up in Windsor and uh, went to school there. Uh, but right across the river, yeah. uh, Windsor and Detroit are right next to each other, and yeah. it's really a at that time was like a 10, 15 minute border crossing okay. delay. And then there you go, is uh, Chrysler Jeep. You've got Motor sure. City right there. So that brings us to the next thing. So you're. <clears throat> Your so, big break into off-road was that? Yes, I finally, okay. after probably ten thousand uh, applications and uh, <laughs> no way. resumes, That's tenacity. Mul- multiple, <laughs> trying, multiple trying, times. Trying. Oh, no, I, I was, uh, I probably annoyed cool. the hell out of them. <laughs> wow, they're like, hey, so this guy's on the list again of people to <laughs> of interviews. No, that's yeah. interesting. So I, I applied like a million times. Never give up. Yeah, yeah. no, don't give up. Never and, give up. Uh, Never surrender. Stay true. Yeah. And then, um, and they finally answered my call. So who's they? Where did you end up? Uh, Jeep Corporation. Nice. So in 1999, I started. 99. I was a few years out of high school. I was yeah. I was one year out of high school. Yeah. See, I'm old. Yeah. See, see. <laughs> this guy's starting his career. Actually, I'm starting my life. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. It. You wouldn't know it with Tony because he comes across as being so young. He comes across but, looking younger than yeah, me, straight yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> not even gonna yeah, lie. A lot of people say that to me. Yeah, yeah. So those like Canadians, that. man. That's good. Yeah, it's that cold air. Yeah, that cold air. You guys, you guys are refrigerated yeah. for the first half of yeah. your lives. Yeah. That's, so that's why I'm I'm light skin. I'm like one of right? those rare Latinos that are light. Skin. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, I would not think Latino with a name like Carvalho. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. I, I mean, I don't even know where that where I would have placed that personally. Carvalho. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of Italian like. Yeah, yeah. It, is kind of, it, it does. It does have that Italian. Italian vibe. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, so, tell us about Jeep. How so, Jeep Corporation was amazing. It was like, uh, well, you know, I, I went from serving bar uh, beer at a bar at, at the college pub. Okay. And then I uh, got the job at Jeep Corporation. Did you major yeah. in something specific? Uh, mechanical engineering. Okay. Oh, yeah. Technology. So, so that carried so, over. Yeah. Uh, so then I went right into to Jeep Corporation 99. And amazingly, like, I mean, pure, complete luck, I actually landed the job as a durability engineer for Wrangler. So wow. that's, that's what you entered in at. Yeah. And I really want to put focus on the fact that you know, I'm sure it wasn't 10,000, but you sound like you did not stop after the first rejection. I, um, I'm a very persistent son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm polite about it, I guess. I say sorry yeah. and hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In between all of that. I'm going to be pushy. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'll push again, eh? Yeah, exactly. I'll push again, eh? <laughs> I love uh, it. So, uh, but yeah, I was very persistent. And, no, I think, uh, I mean, because that's so important. I think... Yeah. One of the benefits that we give to people through what we do here with this podcast is we kind of get underneath some of the, um, the realities of life in either business yep. or in jeeping or being off-road. Um, 
we kind of pull back some of the layers. And so to hear you say you got rejected. Yeah, well, a lot. And, or you didn't hear back from anyone. Yeah, but I, and I, then th you I consider that a rejection. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you continued to keep putting it out there. I mean, nothing else tells me like persistence and tenacity than yeah. that. And yeah. for a lot of people who might find themselves in similar positions, it's like, there you go. I've always said it. Don't give up. Go yeah. for it. Do yeah. it. And you literally yeah. um, well, wanted, you had this goal, you had this, this mindset of what yeah. you wanted and you went after it. Yeah, thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate mean, the, that. The reality is that's that's kind of like, dude. People send out one resume that's and they're like, oh, they didn't get back to me. But if you really think about it, that's a constant in life. Like doors are shut. People say no to you yeah. all the time. All and the I time. feel like when you're young yeah. and even like just dating in general, yeah. like when you think about the re all the times that you've been rejected or you get no's, yeah. like get used to it. Oh. That's life. Well, I like, look at that <laughs> as a, as a strengthening. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That strengthens you. Yeah, uh, it just repositions yourself. Yep. You can also look at it as like, hey, okay, well, I got neglected there, or or, or shut down there. But okay, so I'd like to reanalyze how I how I went into it, yep. right? And then try to perfect it and get better. Exactly. Right. Uh, right. The fact that even though you got shut down, didn't mean the door was closed. Correct. Which is right. awesome. You know, I don't know if I ever told the story. Correct me if I did, uh, in a prior episode, but. Me and my wife went to um, her school one, one day when she was still in law school and she had to submit this paper and there was a certain department that she had to go to. Okay, we, we didn't. No, I don't think so. So there was, a, <clears throat> there was this paper that she had to submit and if she didn't submit it, it would have been late and would have been really bad for her. Um, there was this like third level whatever at our school that she, we went on the elevator, went down and the door was closed. As soon as she saw the door was closed, she's like, oh, I fucked up. We didn't make it in time. It was like, it was like we were supposed to get there by five. It was 5.01. I'm like, babe, it's 5.01. Nobody's ever out at five o'clock. Right. Uh, Nobody's right. ever out right. at 4.59. Yeah, like, nobody walks out the door exactly I at I guarantee five. Yeah. you <laughs> somebody's on the other side of that door. And for her, she's like, no, it's, they're not there. The door's closed. These are the rules. I'm I miss like, a deadline. It's yeah. my fault. That's, yeah. And that's how my wife is. She's very yeah. like, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z, this yeah. is it. Right. I said, fuck that. Yeah. Go knock. Yeah. Just knock on the door. Yeah. So yeah. she went, she knocked. A second goes by, five seconds, ten seconds. She's like, see? And then suddenly you heard the like latch, and it was one of those two level awesome. doors. Yeah. So the top opens up and it's like, hey. And she's like, she was like so stunned, she didn't say anything. And I'm like, yeah, babe, uh, see, they're here. And she turns and she goes, Yeah, I just submit this uh, by five o'clock. He's like, no problem. Grabbed it from see her. See you later. Yeah, yeah, got it. Amazing. In, like nothing. Right? He, probably, he so, probably didn't even think twice about it. Dude, uh -huh. in our lives together, yeah. me and my wife, that has come up so many times where yeah. something will happen and she'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah. like the door's shut. I'm yeah. like, no, just knock. Yeah. And sure enough, like. That's yeah. that's Ali though. That's you. Because we the exact same thing, the exact same scenario happened in Moab. That's just the way I like to live my life, dude. Like, that's it's what like, I'm saying. That's you. Like that's, the that's door's one never of the cool shut. things. That's one of the cool things yeah. about that I like about the way that you approach things because I'm also kind of like that. Like I'm more, I mean, I, I understand that you have to keep trying and I do, yeah. but I also like to not- Overstand your welcome. Over, yes. I don't like to overset yeah. my boundaries. Yeah, there's a balance. And, exactly. There's and a balance. So, but, so we're in Moab and we told this story before, but, but just so you're, so you know, like we're in Moab and we're at what? 11 o'clock at night, 1130. Okay. Right. And we're, and we were trying to go to Arches. Right. Right. And, and we did not get dark. eaten by it's anything. It's pitch dark and you know, we're, there's a, there's that, 
it's not even a gate, but there's the ranger house, the station, you know, right when you kind of and come it looks in, closed. It looks closed all the because it's eleven off. o'clock at night. Eleven o'clock at night, and for and, a state park, you're and like, it's our first night in Moab, and we were heading back to the hotel, and we wanted to go out to see these arches because it was a full moon, it was beautiful, and you you could probably see them. Thought it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I it was, is but, beautiful there. Yeah, but then I said, oh dude, it's eleven thirty. The park's got to be closed. There's no way. There's no way <laughs> the gates are going to be open. <laughs> yeah. Right. The gate, and all these like, you know what? Let's go look. If if they're open, we'll right. go in. If they're not open, we'll turn around. Let's yeah. go look. Why don't yeah. we go look? Yeah. Sure enough, we yeah. went in. Gates were open. We kept driving. We're like, what about the next one? Wow. Gate nice. was open. We yep. kept driving, and nice. we ended up we ended up making it and having this one of the scariest hikes of our lives. But <laughs> <laughs> what I've what I've noticed in life is doors are are closed if you a um, if that's where your mindset's at. Yeah. So if you already feel like it's a lost cause or done. Then it's going to be definitely yeah. closed. Yeah, I, I consider rules as really just guidelines. Yeah, right. and B, yeah, it's, it's like exactly how bad do you want it? Yeah, like if you yeah. want it bad enough, there's yeah. always a way. Yeah, there's always and a like way. Like I said, yeah. there's a balance, right? You do have to learn to read the situation. Sure. Yeah. Right. And you know, there's still respect. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. You don't want to annoy somebody to where they never want to fucking talk yeah. to you. Right. Right. But at the yeah. same time, like you can't yeah. also you can't also be the one shutting down the opportunity because yep. in your own head you've you've switched it off already. Right. When in fact there actually is opportunity there, but you're just not letting it happen. That, totally and that's agree. usually what happens to me personally is yeah. like I like I'll get to a point where I'm like, all right, fuck it, it's done. Yeah. And then I'll shut it down. And the reality is, is maybe it was bad timing. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the right approach or maybe it just wasn't the right time period. Like, yeah. I guess that goes back to timing. But the reality is sometimes people, other people, the other side has situations in their own, in their own world. And I tend to like, that'll be like where I'll shut it down. And yeah. that's where I do myself at the service. So, yeah. you know, even as much as I am like, Hey, that door might be still open. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just fucking shut it down and so since we've dropped like five f-bombs already in the first like (laughs) 17 minutes of this i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ahead and say it now that um we have a word for this at shimano for this whole thing when you're just like overthinking it and doing it and i'm sure it's a common word but um one of like she was uh this lady who worked shimano she was a vp of the bike division for a long time Uh so i hope she doesn't mind that i'm gonna use her name but her name is panina she's rad she taught me a lot of what i know about shimano and the business in general yeah and but she used to always tell me because I would do that. I'd kind of get in a box in my head and yep. I would just start like putting up these walls and like overthinking something. And she would just look at me and say, Frank, stop mind fucking it. Uh, just, I think that's the first F-bomb that Frank has just, dropped. Yeah, just <laughs> do it. Like stop. Yeah, and, and, it's, it. and it's yeah. right. You can overthink something and yeah, mind F it, you I know, agree. but. Totally. I mean, that's what happens. Like, yeah, you, Ollie, so you know, off. I tell Ollie that. I said, dude, I think I'm just I do I know. I'm mind effing this right now. So if I am, tell me. Yeah. And so. That's cool. Yep. Totally. But yeah, cool. that's exactly possible and a yeah. thing that people do all the time. Sometimes yeah. you just well, got to. I think some people just find comfort in following the rules. Yeah. Right. Hey, dude, we never go on tangents, but <laughs> as we come back from one. Look what I did to you guys. No, no, no. Right. But so, so. Tony's tenacity is very commendable and I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that and every opportunity we get to like highlight that kind of tenacity, I want to because I yeah. think it does a service to everyone who listens. Yeah. Because everyone's at different places in their life and they're yeah. doing different things and Agreed. it's like, dude, don't quit. Go yeah. after it. Get yeah. it. Just get it. Yeah. Be that one guy who just yeah. gave a little bit more well, than the next guy. As I, long as it's not a woman because yeah. if she says no, then you're done. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, but everything else, like go yeah. after it. That's now, the PSA. Uh, yeah. I always say uh, never say never. Yeah. 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 Never say never. 
cool. So yeah. So Jeep. So you yeah. You worked on your applications and yeah. you got in. Yeah, actually, I could tell you part the uh, the interesting part was my interview was not for the uh, Wrangler product. Uh, I mean Wrangler uh, durability engineer. My interview was for schematic drawings in electrical uh, circuits. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, and, it's a whole um, different world. Yeah. But I didn't care at that time because no, totally. I didn't have any experience. And you I just got, wanted to be a Jeep. I want in. Yeah. That's the doors in. I'm running in. Yep. And uh, but then when I realized I got my my interview, um, I mean, what am I going to put in there? I'm going to put in like, oh, I served beer and I <laughs> and right. I made a good pizza. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 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 and I was in Boy Scouts. Yeah, I know the exact right. angle to, yeah. at which you no. So open the tab I, I, and I um I decided to um to screw the whole like normal resume format, and all I did was write every Jeep thing that I've done. Okay. With a little bit of pictures and everything else. So oh wow. Like, um, like a three or four page little um I guess presentation of yeah. me and my Jeep and the Jeep things I did and broke and yep. fixed and all that stuff. Yep. And that, now it makes sense, the durability piece. I mean, it does make sense. They're like, man, this guy's done a lot. Yeah. And I, I kind of wanted to show... <laughs> yeah, I broke a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I learned a lot, like, the hard way. And that was way before the internet thing. So, yeah. now, again, see how old I am. Uh, sure. You didn't have the benefit of looking at message boards and finding out... Or watching a YouTube video of someone yeah. else doing that. Yes, there was no... Doing that. Yeah. It, all there was was a, um, it, some catalogs, maybe. Sure. Advanced adapters and... Uh, what was it? And just yeah. word of mouth, right? Yeah, word of mouth. Yep. Yeah, you were yeah. probably still looking. God, what are those um, no, I was catalogs? Going to, I was going to junkyards. That too. Like, literally, I was but, going to junkyards but What are Saturdays. the catalog books that we used to buy? Because I used to buy them when I was in high school, yeah. um, where you would get all the parts listings and yeah. the, and the uh, exploded Jeep. views. There was Donna V. Jeep. Yeah. Uh, and and then they would was, give you exploded views and the yeah. whole nine yards yeah. of how to take them apart. Yeah. And yep. God, those things were those things were. Yeah, so were those gold. were the gold for me. Yeah. But then, so then I just built and stuff myself and figured it out myself, figured out how to do gears, how to do axles. And then I wrote it all down in my big, huge presentation. And then the, the guy was just freaking out at me. He's like, okay, wait, this is not a res- resume. I'm like, I know, but I, I, I don't want to tell you I do good pizzas. I, right. I want to tell you like, I, <laughs> I, I, I love Jeeps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, I have a degree. That yeah. proves that I know how to type. I know yeah. how to read and to write. And, and that, <laughs> yeah. guy, that guy, I'll never forget him. His name's Tom. Yeah. And he was just blown away in all the stuff that I wrote down. So what he did was then he took me out of that meeting room. And he brought me upstairs to another wing, to another um, office, uh-huh. and he introduced me to a guy named Bernie. And then that guy uh, drilled me with some questions about Jeeps. Yeah. And some really technical questions of some Jeeps. And I answered him like immediately. Wow. And, and this is during the interview. He just during said, the interview. He just up and He's walked like, Let's you out. Go. Walked yeah. out. You're, you're in the wrong interview. You're in the That's wrong job. Right. That is awesome. And he walked me over to this <laughs> other guy named Bernie, uh, this old guy. Yeah. That's and so he just drilled me with a bunch of questions. Some hard like axle questions yeah. and some technical questions. Do you remember any of them? Uh, yeah, it was um, it was on the WJ, uh, the Grand Cherokee. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you remember they had aluminum uh, housings? Not at all. I don't. Um, no. um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm all geeking out. Case in point. It's okay. We'll always be honest with you. I, I spent yes. I spent a lot of time in junkyards. Let's yeah. put it that yeah. way. Cool. And uh, so I answered the question about the, the their problem. I think it's it was a, a problem with bearings, and and control of the the the, the housing. Okay. And uh, I said all this. And much more technical sure. information here, but sure. um, he stopped me and said, "You're hired. I want you to start Get Monday." Get the fuck out of wow. here! Wow, that's and then, awesome. And then I said, "Okay, I'm hi- hired. Okay, but I apologize, sir. But what? For what? <laughs> for what? 
And he's like, your Wrangler durability engineer starting Monday. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's exactly the true story. Out of so, right. man. so I ran home like Forrest Gump. Right? Get out of here. <laughs> I would have. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Dude, like dream job. Especially yeah. after since you were a town, like grinding for that. Like, yeah. That's what you wanted, thinking yeah. about it, pining yeah. after it. Like yeah. I can only imagine the grin was probably like yeah it was, uh, for I, weeks. I had, the, I had the jackpot. Yeah. yeah. So so how did yeah how did I feel like you're just oh yeah I was on top of the world like oh my god I made it I, holy smokes and so I, how was the job? Uh, durability engineer was amazing. Uh, so my job was to manage uh, 100 to 120 different Wranglers uh-huh. that we um, scattered all over the country, and we pay different companies to actually drive the vehicles on the road or off-road no way. to accumulate miles yep. and conditions and situations and problems and root cause of these problems way before we launched the car. So yeah. these are the guys that you see in the zebra outfits. That's right. Or Got you it. see the you'll see a car like a caravan of them like right. four or five of them yep. all blacked out. Yep. Yeah. And you'll see them in LA. We saw some of those in Big Bear. Yeah, yeah you see yeah. them in Big Bear. You see yep. them, yeah. So I used to manage those cars for Got a regular and then all those would accumulate issues, right. and it would go into a database that would be sent to me. Yeah, and now it's the filtration, testing. right? Okay, and, interesting. And so you're looking for trends and anomalies. Trends, and things. Yeah, you yeah. got it. You got it. Yep. And then, and then I have to find a root cause quickly. Yep. Get the car back on the road, or um, bring it up and highlight it, so then management needs to understand to fix it. Yep. Yeah. Like five eleven, we do wear testing. Yeah. So exactly. new pair of pants, new jacket, whatever, we give it out to a bunch of people. Yep. Wear it. Same. Tell us, wash it. Tell us how it fades. Tell us how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So is this kind of similar to like I know Evo ended up with a Jeep truck way before a lot of people. Yeah. That's that's a, what is called an engineering dollar car. Okay. So yeah. um, uh, uh, that's that's a. Uh, that vehicle finished its life as a test vehicle. Got it. And it will get crushed at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, so that thing's gone. Like yeah, that'll be gone. That yeah. thing will disappear. And, and that's crazy that, that that it gets crushed. Yeah, you, that's can't, there, you can't keep it. It's a liability thing, right? Because the government uh, allows right. the, these automotive manufacturers to have only so many licensed vehicles that are not necessarily to Got code. it. They're not really road vehicles. Right, not road yeah. vehicles. right because yeah. they haven't passed certain inspections. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're right. not certified. Right. Right, they're but pre-production vehicles. Correct. Right, we have yeah. the same thing with with yeah. our products too. Yeah, they're really? all yeah. We have, uh, yeah. yeah, we do a lot of that with um, everything is um, either stamped or etched, and it says uh, prototype. Yeah, everything okay. says prototype. Yeah. Got it. And so that way, if we ever find one in the market, we our yeah. job is to take it from whoever has it. Yeah. And if it's uh, someone who bought it from someone, then sometimes we'll buy it back. But yeah, and just usually, crush it. But usually, it's considered yeah. stolen property. And yeah. We, we take right. it. Oh shit. Yeah. No, seriously, because well, it does belong to us. It's, a, it's actually a federal offense. I'm pretty sure for what vehicles. About? For vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would, I would yeah. pretty serious that. business. So so yeah. So that's what I did for for quite a so few. So you years. managed all those rigs and what you would uh, you would kind of collate the data that would come back yeah. from the other yeah, companies. Yeah. 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 And then uh, and then try to fix them. And it was I was very passionate about it because I wanted them amazing. I want every Wrangler to be awesome. So. I worked feverishly on on making sure of that. So I was working on the TJ, and then uh, and then the Rubicon, the very first Rubicon that no came doubt. through uh, from 2003. Nice. So that was uh, something I was involved in, and that those years were fa- fantastic, amazing. So then they would fly me out to all different locations in uh, America to like off road them, drive them, different trails and stuff, different trails, Get different conditions. Out of here. And I was doing it like wow. every couple of months. I'd fly all over the place. There's that's there's awesome. the job right there, right? There's so a that is a dream job. You're right. So I won the jackpot. Right? <laughs> yeah, so no kidding. Dude, that's yeah. rad. Yeah. So how long were you there? Well, I was doing that uh, job specifically for probably I think four years. Oh, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then moved on to um, to powertrain engineering within okay. Wrangler. Well, uh, yeah, I st- yeah. I, I, I mean, just backing up a little bit. I did. 
19 years on Wrangler and Wrangler only. No oh, way. Wow. On, in that role? Uh, on different roles. No, in okay. different roles, but just but on the Wrangler team. On the yeah. Wrangler jobs, but 19 years all Wrangler. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, it's just... That is a career. Wrangler, Wrangler, Wrangler. So total total career with Jeep was 19 years? Yeah, yeah, correct. Really. So. When did you uh, when did you come out of Wrangler? Or when did you come out of Jeep? Uh, uh, two years ago, almost today. Wow. Really? I uh, quit Jeep Corporation. How hard RCA. was that? Oh, that was a tough decision. I didn't sleep for two days, I think. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm pretty sure it was a dumb idea. But, um, <laughs> I but, can relate to you right how now. How do you feel now? Uh, I, it's amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, right. No, because, I mean, you know, you, yeah. you want to know, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I want to know. I could have been lined up for a really nice pension and a little nice little cozy. Especially at 19, a, right? In my career. Like, at 19, you were pretty close years, to, yeah. 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 So, I, I could have had something sweet and simple. Yeah. I mean, but uh, but I, I didn't come in this career. I didn't come to work to just uh, be complacent. Right, I, I wanted sure. to, I wanted to continue uh, continue doing the mission, continue doing the uh, the bucket list. And um, really the true story is, is um, uh, coming back, this is gonna be funny, but my mom, like I, I got divorced six years ago. Okay. And then uh, in that divorce, I had to pack up a lot of my stuff. And you know, I, I was rushing, putting stuff together. I was putting stuff in bins. And I went to my mom's place and I was like, hey, just stash this somewhere in the basement. Yeah. And I never looked back. Like, <laughs> right. Three years later, yeah. four years later. Yeah, yeah I never the stuff I forgot that you thought you it. loved, you and my, never go back. So my mom calls me and says, hey, can you come over and kind of, I'm making some changes here. Can you look at it? Get so I go, I go to look at it. I open it. And guess what I guys, what, what I find? What? I find the magazines that hooked me when I was 10 years no old. Kidding. No kidding. That you kept. That's wow. Awesome. Did you flip through them? Oh, yeah. What'd you find? California. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's how you. Is that what brought you out here? That, yep. So that that memory, here. That's that right. kind of finding what got you started is what said. You know what? I'm moving to California. Oh no! It it, it all hit me like a wall. Like a wow. Holy shit! This what started everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know. I, I'll just say like. Uh, that's cool. And leave it to me to make it about me. But um, <laughs> the reality is, is right now, as of as of last week, I put in my notice, and next week will be my final days at five eleven. Oh wow. Wow. So hearing you talk about moving on and uh, from a from a from a company that you love so much because I feel the same way about Five Eleven. Yeah, and that little bit of unknown where you're like, "Fuck, did I just do the stupidest thing I could have done in my career?" Yeah, but deep down inside, you know, like that's yeah. probably the best thing you could have done. And you're struggling. You probably had a big struggle. Oh right? my god! Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So I'm going through that literally. Wow. Like so I know. Today. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Yes. And uh, but but the reality is deep down inside, I'm like, that's the only way it could have worked out. On the superficial level, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like <laughs> I should have waited. I should have just hung in there for yeah. a little bit longer. Um, or why can't you be normal? Why, <laughs> why can't you be normal? Sure. I mean, yeah. almost five years at Five Eleven. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. nice. It was it was a good run and yeah. it was amazing work. And I love my team that um, I led over there. Just it was uh, it was literally the time to move on. Yeah, I understand. Hands down. Yeah. And I I just want you to know, like, actually a lot of cool insights from Tony today. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. just hearing that from you, I'm like, okay, that that makes me feel just a little bit better. Oh, good. About that leap that I just took. Yeah, you got to go with the heart. Yeah, yep. thanks, man. Exactly. Got to go with the heart. Yeah, cool. Cool to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm all about the heart. So, magazines, California. Yeah, I saw it, and it just so happened that um, we just wrapped up the launch of the. Um, oh, that's funny again. Yeah, I think same, it's cool. This is a different group, but yes, that's same. old. It's like, it's like he's giving rides. That's yeah. an old school little. Uh, yeah. Jeep, it's right? What, yeah. what is what model is that? 
That I couldn't. I didn't see the front end. Is that a CJ? Yeah, it looked. No, no, no. It looked like a flat fender. Okay. Yeah. And there's like six yeah. people in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly kids. Yeah. So. Oh, and there goes those guys again. Yeah, yeah. The same guys again. <laughs> yeah. So um, they're still on four wheels, though. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> so, California, <laughs> moving to California. California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so um, it just so happened to be that time when I was looking at those magazines and trying to move my stuff. Um, we just finalized the JL okay. and the JT. Um, um, and that was a couple years back. Yes. And they just came out. So that's how that's how so, far in the, the chain it goes, right? Yeah. Like it's that so far sure ahead. It goes, but so yeah, just, that. just as that happened, I already conquered the the dream and the bucket list that I wanted at Jeep Corporation. Okay. And, I, and I'm looking at these magazines going, it's what started this whole thing and this mission and this this uh, uh, path yeah. was this magazine in California and doing that same thing and I want to do that yeah yep. so it was very clear to me that oh shit that's what I got to do and yep. probably I'm guessing too that while Jeep, while the Jeeps hooked you those probably given it was a magazine those probably weren't stock Jeeps no they're built right up. they were built yeah. up yeah. and that and I'm yeah. sure that was probably part of the draw to California oh yeah the car culture here is the, obviously oh, it's historic, amazing right like yeah. in, in every genre right yeah. like it's that's kind of this what, is where it is exactly Yes, and this is where things are written from. Yep. No, no, so, so, what did you do in California? Um, so, I I quit FCA and um, uh, put out some feelers. Yep. I um I acquired some contacts in my years of Jeep Corporation. Yep. Sure. And um and got picked up pretty quickly, and decided to go to Dynatrack. Okay. And why Dynatrack? I was a customer before. Yeah. And I was super impressed with their product as an engineer and as a fan. Yep. Um, and all the time, like, and all the other vehicles that we built at Jeep Corporation as show vehicles, they were always Dynatrack vehicles. And I was always super surprised and impressed with the, the execution and the brand image of the of the of the company. Yeah. And I felt like I can stand true and, and confident that I'm going to the company that I can I can push and sell confidently. Right. And not feel like I'm I'm selling out. Yeah, yeah, selling out. Right. Right. No, it's important that you yeah. definitely are in line with the values that the company has right yes correct and you know what's funny is this is not the first time we've been right across from dynatrack and not by design just yeah it kind of worked out this way like tierra soul which is funny because tierra soul is right across from my jeep and then yeah. we were at tierra soul right and you guys happen to be right across from my jeep yeah which is exactly. why you came up and talked to us and yeah. here we are at jeep bash yeah. right across from the jeep. I, i've been it's a small world i've been small, i've been following world. you yeah. man i've been yeah. following you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we've been plotting this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, this is rad. Um, so, with Dynatrack, tell me, like, uh, you've done a couple cool projects, right? Yeah. Uh, with Dynatrack, um, uh, one of the very first projects I did when I when I landed here is I told the boss, I'm like, hey, I stacked the VINs. I have the very first Jeep Wrangler JL that's coming on the semi line. It's my name on it. Yep. And. I want to capture this as an opportunity to um, to exploit how amazing the JL is, and I'm confident in it. And why? Because I was the product planning manager uh, that, that was deeply invested in in making sure that the JL was the best Wrangler in production ever, in my opinion. Yeah. And right. uh, and I wanted to show it. Now and, this is a sorry, but this is a good point. Is your relationship with Jeep was still pretty solid? Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's another lesson. Don't burn your bridges. No, absolutely. Keep no. relationships solid because oh, you yeah. never know how it might go in the future, right? Uh, I still love everybody back there. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Uh, so it was a good. It was a really good. I, thing. And I'm still oh. pushing the Jeep thing as much as I humanly possibly can. Cool. 
And um, so what it is is um, with the help with the my connections. Yep. Uh, we made sure uh, I got one of the very first ones. Nice. And I teamed up with my good buddy Fred Williams uh, on Dirt Every Day to go and buy the vehicle in Detroit. Yeah, that's awesome. And race it all the way down to California in wow. two days. And cool. then seven days later, transform the very first JL on 42s with a welded in door and, uh, and a Safari, um, I guess, soft top system. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that that's about cool. you. Like, not just that, that project, but the one you just recently did, you tend to get through them pretty fast. I like I'm a I'm an ADD kid. <laughs> no, I mean I mean like my G people say oh that was really fast I'm like yeah it took five months yours projects I feel like it was almost like a month, like yeah uh, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Um, I guess um I I joke around about the ADD but I really do have ADD. Yeah. And I find that um, uh it's a it's a strength and a weakness at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the strength is that um, um I will not sleep. Yeah. If a project's on, right. I'm yep. on. Yep. And I'm on it. And yep. I'm not going to leave it. And I can't sleep. And I can't just like force myself to sleep. Yep. So I might as well just stay on it. So there, I'm known to like not really sleep for days. And wow. just keep going. That's crazy. That is crazy. So that's kind of why I do that. So tell us about the JL project. How did that go down? So the, the Code 1? Yep. Yeah. So Code 1 was, uh, was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It was something that I've been dreaming of doing for two years before that. So in the sketch meetings for JL, I was sketching Code One. Okay. Uh, you wow. like you had already had this plan in your head. I already had it planned in my head two before years before you left. Wow. Before I left Jeep Corporation. Yep. And That's um, cool. and I always dreamt of like I thought it was really cool to have a, a LJ version of the JL. And um, I've been a huge fan of LJs. Um, that's the Wrangler Unlimited. Okay. And yep. the two door Unlimited. And um, I thought, what an opportunity to kind of make something really unique and iconic, and hopefully it sticks, and people will always recognize that this is code one. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And it stays the test of time. So I, I sketched, designed it. I always was a fan of the Defender 90 and how the rear okay. panels, like, roll up. Yes. Okay. I always thought that was so yep. damn cool. That is cool. And I wanted to incorporate that on a Wrangler. So I, I put and melted those things together and then put big 42-inch tires on yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. call it uh, back back when 40s were just really like a pipe dream for most people. Like yeah. nowadays yeah. you'll yeah. see 40s on a lot yeah. of stuff, but right. back then 40s yeah. weren't quite yeah. the norm at well, all. And the reason for the 42s, so you know, is um, I know that the wheel wells were much larger on the JL yeah. than the JK, and uh, I know that because I was part of the responsibility of having that happen. And I wanted to showcase that to everybody. I wanted to showcase that uh, to. Two idiots like Fred Williams and myself can build it in seven days with no electronics, no extra pieces, no extra this, no extra that, and um, and it works and functions perfectly. Yeah. So and it did, and then uh, we took it to Johnson Valley um, uh, rock crawling uh, for the ending video, and it performed fantastic. What did and you guys do out in Johnson Valley? Uh, we did Chocolate Thunder and Turkey Claw. Got it. Um, and that's all we had for video time. And what do you mean as far as video time? Like, well, you know, uh, that kind of like shot list that you guys want. Yeah, to because do? yeah, f uh, you know, Fred's uh, production team only has so much time. Okay. And um, and it takes a long time to do those videos. Got it. Because you have to stop, move, stop, move, get the cameras in place, and move, stop. 
a lot of people don't see that when they watch the video. Yeah. It kind of just goes in smooth. Right. Sure. Yeah, motion. exactly. They don't yeah. understand how much work goes into lining yeah. everything up and yeah. redoing it. And so yeah, I, I've done trails with Brad from Trail Recon. I understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. There's, there's a lot work. of work. That yeah. It is work. work. It's a long day. It is. Um, so, yeah. So that code one was uh, was uh, very successful in my my uh, my eyes and got a lot of play. Nice. And then then uh, moved on. Um, the Glider was coming to the market. And worked up a deal with um, Jeep Corporation and with Mopar yep. uh, to sponsor me and help me out. Yep. And we got a Gladiator, and that Gladiator then got chopped up and modified. There's so much good stuff in that thing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's talk about it. That's yeah. this one here. Yeah, yeah that's, right, that's right one right in front of us. Yeah. yeah. That thing's amazing. Yeah. It's like a flat, dark earth, um, khaki color. Yep, it's got a uh, work bed in the back, a full steel work bed in the back, um, showcasing one of you guys' uh, um, axle assemblies. Yep, and uh, you've got a spare tire on top of that thing. Um, what really excites me about what you guys did with that thing is under the hood, actually. And I know a lot of other things happen with it, but tell us about the hood under the hood. The, I'm sorry, the what? Under the hood. Oh, under the hood. Yes. Uh, uh, Mopar sponsored me with the um, uh, giving me a Hellcat. You son of a bitch! Wow. And uh, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I, I was look, really shooting just for a normal Hemi. <laughs> but oh, I'm they sorry, say, you got well, a Hellcat. The Hellcat I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, I'll make it work. <laughs> yeah, you did. And um, and yeah, so it's got a Hellcat with 750 horsepower. Wow. Um, Forget it. it that, uh, that's crazy. Is that stock on that motor? Or? Uh, no, it's it's torqued up. It's, it's torqued up. It's, it's tuned in. Is um, that uh, supercharged? Uh, it's a well. It, the Hellcat is a supercharged, is a supercharged yeah, version of yeah, the Hemi. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, so I, I was very thankful that worked out and worked with a really great team to put it together. America was wanted. They they helped me out. What is uh what is that engine normally coming? I'm sorry. What is that engine normally coming? Is uh, it a charger? That's a, yeah, Charger and Challenger. Okay. And uh, the Grand Cherokee. And now the Gladiator. Right, a, now a gladiator and one gladiator. <laughs> are there are there any are there any intentions on behalf of Jeep to create a production model with that kind of power in it? Uh I um, I, that would be wonderful. Right? Yeah, I think that would. I be think wonderful. a lot of people have been wanting that. Yeah. Like yeah. just just to be able to finance the whole thing. Yeah. Off the lot. Yeah. And yep. Call it a day. Yeah. It's hard, right? Um, I'll tell you, I get this question a lot and different different forms sure and um one thing that when i was in when i was in my role for jl and jt yep um the the one most important thing that i voiced really strongly with the executives is that we need to make sure we keep true to the uh the most the 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 ultimate metal canvas okay so if you keep the foundation of the ultimate metal canvas of the vehicle it will be glorified in all different ways. Can of you painters. explain the metal canvas to us? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, uh, the the success of Wrangler, mm-hmm. from all my my research and, and view, is that um, everyone is an artist. Okay. And the 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 artistry of of adding tires, bumpers, color combinations, you name it, you provided it, and now you're connected to this vehicle. And, and that that's the metal canvas. That's the metal canvas. Got it. Right. So I make sure that. The JL and the JT were so easily adaptable, so easy accessorizable. Right. That uh, it's that a platform. It's for a platform for you to go do to, to do what you want to do, exactly. in the direction you want to do. It's Dude, more or less so, a starting point for anyone who buys a yeah. Wrangler. The, the Wrangler has been, the Wrangler has straight up been 
a platform to build an entire industry of aftermarket companies like yeah. companies like we are here at evo all evo does is jeeps yeah and they're a massive company yes with great sales and yeah. a huge team and doing great work I mean, all these companies like everybody yeah. here yeah like I, they're all the way i used to describe it these are all painters these right. are all paint right on the right. regular it canvas it'd be a really boring, boring canvas if you only had two colors right, right? absolutely so um that's that's an ecosystem that makes the wrangler so successful yeah right oh, that's awesome so dude. if i if i if i was the product planning manager and i forced a v8 in there and forced like tires and, and things it would get boring right right, right? Yeah, because now everyone has yeah. this motor yeah. these tires yes. every, it's you're yeah, yeah absolutely. you're allowing that creation to happen and that artistic freedom to happen so what's going to happen is either you have the blank canvas or you have the master painting Yes. And kind of with what and you did with uh, Codex, which is the Gladiator project, yeah. you did the master painting to where people can aspire to get to that level and everything in between. Nailed it. Yeah. That, that was my vision. Yep. And even then, it's the master painting in your in, in your view, right? Like in, sure. your, in your eyes. Yeah. Like There, there is oh, no dude, wrong. There's, yeah. there's so many different flavors. We we've so we've already seen flavors. so many variations. Yeah, yeah there's so many today. flavors there's, of the master painting. Just I like, agree. Frank, I agree. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I feel very strongly on is... is um, Hating on other people's Jeeps or anything like that. Yeah. I don't, we talked I don't about stand that. for yeah. that. I don't stand for that because I think of it as it's all art. No, yeah. There's no wrong in art. Sure. Right? Right. It's it's wrong because you don't like it, but uh, that's an expression of somebody else. And I think that's something that both Ali and I can yeah. can relate to coming from yeah. backgrounds like that, right? Where we kind of yep. grew up in that kind of world. But well, we've, we've, we literally, on our last episode, just spoke about, like, we had our buddy Adam on and... We talked about, oh, like some people, the way that they do their Jeeps, whether they're running 20s, like, yeah. you know, they're on dubs or whatever. We're like, uh, not for me. But the reality is, is that guy put heart, soul, love, energy, yeah, time, absolutely. money, yep. put all those things into making his vision of what he wanted. Yeah. And you can't hate that. There's no, no way you can hate that. I love it. I, I guess you fantastic. could hate it. But the reality is, is it's the same exact thing as what you're into because yeah. What you're into doesn't necessarily mean it's the end-all, be-all for everything. I right. agree. Some people uh, love Picasso and some people don't. Sure. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, dude, yeah, that that um, Jeep truck, and I think that's that's on its way to SEMA, right? Yes. It's pretty soon. Uh, it's going to SEMA. Yeah. Actually, both uh, Code 1 and Code X will be going oh, to SEMA. Oh, both at yeah. the Giant Truck booth? Uh, one will be in Giant Truck booth, and the other one will be in another booth where we have... Right on. Um, A lot of partners, I'm sure, yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. working on that. Dude... That is, yeah, that that truck that you built is inspiring. Thank you. Um, again, I'm super jealous about the the power you have on hand. Has there been any issues with that? Uh, with the uh, with the, the Hellcat in there, yeah. Um, th no, the the power is amazing. In fact, the only issue is trying to control it because I <laughs> okay. want to hit the pedal. Right. Yeah. That that is. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of power. Probably oh, yeah. a lot of torque. Yeah. That and also, it's not a great vehicle to start at six in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Your neighbors oh, probably oh, appreciate the, the yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll hate that. <laughs> all, I, all I want to do is donuts in that thing. I, I want to I hear saw, it start up now. I saw you let Rob drive it, and I was waiting for the donut to start, yeah. and he didn't do anything. Oh, like, Rob's uh, too nice. What a waste. <laughs> He's too nice. yeah. What Rob, a waste. Yeah. He's too Actually, respectful, right? Like, he he locked like, out. I told, told him, like, I was busy. I'm like, can you move Codex over here? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's on video opportunity. Yeah, yeah I would have gone bananas if you yeah. made that offer to me. I'd be like, uh -huh. yes, I'll move it. I'm going to go around the block first, but, I'll, but when I come back, I'll put it over there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I won't go too far, but I'll do a lot of that. Right. A lot of space. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, he was smiling. I feel like yeah. this is the spot. Everybody comes over this little. There's this hump of sand that we're actually posted yeah. up on. Yeah, and we keep seeing this people. Is where everyone comes to get stuck, and then they get stuck. Yeah, this on like a foot of sand. Funny. Yeah, this is the spot where everyone comes to get stuck. And that's awesome. uh, hey, we're getting perfect. Yeah, yeah. This, this is laughing. Yeah, he knows. He literally, knows. <laughs> literally happening on. You're on our podcast, bro. Oh my god! And then somebody had to like swerve. Well, no, because it's now he put he's it in four wheel. Time. That's why he put it in. Oh time. yeah, yeah. He had to engage his lockers on. Which is the funniest part that it's crow hopping. Little hump of sand yeah. is where everyone has to engage four wheel yeah. drive. That's, so <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. Anyways, oh man. Yeah. Um, so what's like now that you've done this? Like, is there something else in the works or like something else planned? Um, um I bought an LJ. Okay. So you go. You went back a little bit. What's that? You went back a little bit. Yeah, because I always wanted to build up an LJ. Okay. And so I, I, I bought one and bring it over. So it's over here now. And it's where'd you get it? Up. Where'd you get it from? Uh, uh, it's from Michigan. Okay. Yep. Cool. And um, it's got some wonderful rust marks yep. on it. Yep. It's yeah. got some of that uh, Michigan every, paint. Every every Jeep over there has rust on <laughs> yeah. it. Patina. <laughs> it's the patina. So, yep. Yeah, I Michigan fix, love. You got to fix that first. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's gonna get built up. I'm gonna I'm gonna put some 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 of my flavor, my 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 little. My old design cues to it. That's cool. awesome. Um, should be fun. Right on, and dude. And uh, so we and should see that in four weeks. Right, five, four, five weeks. <laughs> actually, yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. He's yeah. actually not joking. I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, really, yeah. That's rad. Uh, I'm already. I already bought a whole bunch of stuff. It's coming. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, like literally, nice. it's getting it. stacked up. He's so fast that you could almost do a time lapse of his builds. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. That's rad. Yeah, it's. I'm hyper. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, one of the craziest things I thought was when you got the Codex vehicle, when you got the rolling chassis, um, it was a perfectly fine Gladiator. It was oh, a yeah. four-door Gladiator. It was a four-door Gladiator that had, I think, shoot, it was 40 miles or 80 miles on it. Right. Wow. And what the hell did you do to it? I um, Tell I people. S- I literally... Sawed the body <laughs> and the frame in half. God damn it! Wow! Right where the back door is. I think my jaw dropped when I saw like. So you just cut this thing and said two oh, pieces. Yeah. I mm-hmm. measured ten times first, you sure and then did. I sweat a little bit. Yeah, yep. I took a deep breath. This is happening, and then, then sawed it. <laughs> and and how? And I'm assuming because you were gonna pull out material. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, they pulled yeah, it we, out. I wanted they... to shrink it. Yeah. And the idea was, um, and thankfully I had an amazing team that uh, was dealing with my craziness. That yeah. blows my but, mind. Uh, but um, uh, I wanted to shrink the door yep. and the rear door to be a, a two door like kind of club cab, like or a two and a half extension. Yeah. You know, what do they call it? Yeah. Two door. It's like a two and a cab. Yeah. It gave you a little storage in the back. Yeah. I, I wanted basically a cooler and my my uh, my bag. Yeah. To be able to fit in the back. Yep. It's like how the old seat. Rangers had those sideways seats yeah. in the back. Yeah, basically, I kind of, I, I kind of looked at it as a Tacoma, right? Tacoma yeah. dimensions, is right? Kinda what, close to what I did. Yeah. And um, so crazy. And uh, so that's what I did. And I uh, sawed it in half, sawed the frame, and then shrank it all down. Got down to like a 121 inch wheelbase versus 138. Sure. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Me and Frank were out in Moab, and we saw the Jeep team out there. I don't. I mean, by that point, I mean, I guess they were still testing, but they, they had some of the gladiators out there and they were doing yeah. the, uh, not Rubicon, sorry. No, they were. The Moab, um, oh, yeah. what was it called? It was the. I don't remember the name of that trail, but I don't it was remember. a very steep climb. Super Hel- steep Hel- climb. Hell's Revenge? Hell's Revenge? I, no, it wasn't no, Hell's Revenge. No. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was like on one of yeah. the trails we were on with the. Uh, that was with Yukon. That was with Yukon. Yeah. Okay. The Yukon gear team. And, uh, um, 
you know, I saw them coming off with some stuff and like scraping the back they end. They were dragging the tail. Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. dragging the tail. Yeah. But yeah. they also and had one of the gladiators that had the small, like like you said, like an extra cap. They actually had one out there that was not a four door. Yeah. And yeah. they had just like an extra cab space behind the drive, you know, behind the oh really the front. Oh, I didn't was, see that. Yeah, didn't. it was. It's in our pictures from hmm. from there. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, huh. but That's it was. Cool. And, I, and I was telling uh, Bond actually from from uh, Rebel, I was like, I'm, if I ever buy a Gladiator, I want that one. He goes, you can't. They never made it. That was just a test truck. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, all Gladiators yeah. are four doors. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're killing doors. me. <laughs> That's yeah. rad. Yeah, they're four doors. Yeah, That's but when I, when I saw you split that thing in, in half. I'm sorry, what's that? When I saw you split that thing in half yeah. and put it back together, that's when I realized this build is on a whole, a whole different level. A yeah. whole different level. Yeah. A like, whole different level from what anyone would normally do. Oh. Um, that's That was oh, really thanks. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to creatively do something really unique because I, I kind of had a vision that a lot of people will be building up their glider with a big tire and then kind of like a uh, rack system in the back of the box, you know, with a, with a, um, a you know, tent, roof tent. Right. Yep. So I kind of didn't want to do that same thing. Sure. Right. Because that's what everybody else did. And I artistically yeah. wanted to do something different. Yep. And that's kind of why. No, yeah. I mean, awesome, awesome yeah. build. Yeah, yeah thank you. It's beautiful. We're going to take some pictures, too, so we can show people. Sure. Yeah. Post them up. I don't, yeah. I don't think you could have done more. I, yeah. I guess there is more you could yeah. do. I, I heard you say you were done. I, that was... You, well, I, I laughed. I'm done, but you're never done. You're never done. No. I laughed when you said that. Yeah, you, um, I'm going to still do some things to it. So do you just carry yeah. around a spare axle on the back of that thing just just, just for fun, <laughs> just, just in case? Well, it's actually, you know what? We were gonna put it up. We were gonna put it on the bench as a display, right? Yeah. And then we thought, well, hey, it kind of looks good it on the back. Look of the it does look good. It looks awesome. Codex, so it, it almost we'll looks so. It, right there. it almost looks like you're saying, I'm so hardcore that I'm bringing a spare axle. Right. <laughs> yeah, the full axle assembly, exactly. not even just the axle. Not even yeah. just the axle. Yeah, yeah I'm bringing yeah. everything. Axle housing. I'm that hardcore. With diff. <laughs> That's yeah. where we're going. Yeah. yeah. So uh, real quick, if you want to talk about Dynatrack, um, so what did they build? Let everyone yeah, know. Uh, yeah, give Dynatrack, the company rundown. Yeah, Dynatrack's been around for 31 years. Yep. Uh, they make axles. That's primary business is axles. And uh, been around forever. We um, mainly build axles for Jeep applications and Toyotas and you know other vehicles. Okay. But not just Jeep specific. No, not just Jeep specific. We do do uh, military programs and commercial oh, programs. Oh, interesting. So um, so um, those are a lot of fun. Yep. And um, uh, that's that's fun. And we also branch off with other little components here and there. We do have a two inch lift kit for a JL. Okay. And uh, a bumper coming up. Oh, interesting. Um, you guys uh, normally so do armor? I'm sorry. You guys normally do armor? No, this is uh, this is new, new this for us. Something that you really wanted to do, and yeah, you we're trying to branch off just to kind of like, um, uh, we always felt like uh, the axle business for us is always at the end part of the the beginning, uh, um, the end part of the cycle of a Jeep owner. Sure. sure. When you're when you're looking at accessories and yeah. things like that, this is the what more you hardcore. Save up for. Like, yeah, correct. this is the big spend. Yeah, correct. And it's not the cheapest. No, at no. All. we are no. we're we're probably the most expensive but there's a reason for that we're awesome. all american we engineer everything in-house um we're a very small but very proud company yeah and um very due diligent so nice. it's good nice yeah we were at the open house i was at the open house. yeah I, I couldn't make i was babysitting for yeah, boys and i gotta say i was impressed with like i like seeing him up close seeing him on the racks and seeing like the assembly and all yeah. the housings and everything that's kind of yeah. going on and laid on the table like yeah it was impressive. It was yeah, a really cool you. facility to see. I'm glad that you guys. Op I'm glad that 
it seems like lately the trend more companies are doing this yeah. transparency they're kind of, yeah they're kind of like opening up their doors being yeah. more friendly to people kind of coming in yeah. and seeing what goes on you yeah. know during the work day and, the, Thanks, and, and, and that was that was really cool to see and I'm glad yeah. that that trend is that transparency is happening with with the with the customer yeah and the company yeah so that they can get a real understanding of what they're buying yeah. and and who they're buying because you had guys sure there were guys there that were employees right they were hanging around oh, yeah. they were saying Absolutely. hey I my job is to assemble these things my job is to create these things yeah, or correct. whatnot you know and yeah that was and like that was it was cool to meet them and yeah. like no like look, when you're when we talk about the brands and that yeah. was one of the cool things that we do when we talk to companies yeah. like this yep. is that there's there's a lot of people in behind that and what yeah. you're what you're getting right. is not just like a you know this object you know this blind object that's built in a in a in a, in a vacuum vac- vacuum of a factory yep. <laughs> right like these right. are these are yeah. people this is not a corporate company that's just exactly right. pumping out machines and blah, exactly. blah, blah. there's a lot yeah. of work that goes a lot of passion there's a lot of a lot of love yeah a it, lot of commitment and dedication at every level like it's yeah. it's cool this is what i wanted to exploit in in our open house was, yeah was there is a lot of passion here and all these people here they're passionate about their they're they're part of this this job and right. this, this assembly right and uh, at the same time uh, we're we're reachable we're 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 excited we're part of this right, right. community and you can contact us when you yep. call you're part of our family you can literally talk to Tony yeah sure right? you can talk to Jim the owner of the company yep. yeah right uh, so that's kind of the vision I believe so. I see Rob over there talking to him right now yep. yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah yeah so yeah dude thank you so much for uh coming on and kind of some time peeling back pulling back the curtain a little bit on like the realities of uh what people go through in in pursuing a career uh the realities behind jeep um some of the some of the projects that you've been involved with what what has led you to where you're at it's always great to hear about like the passion that's behind the story of who that person is so thank you no thank you one of the things i'd like to add to that is like um my most important thing that i like to tell people is find your flow Mm -hmm. and when you find your flow things just flow easier yeah it just works absolutely yeah you'll get that flow state yeah, for sure. When you forget time and you just want to keep doing it, yeah, and uh, things just will work out. Yeah, right? yeah, so for sure. That's it. Oh, thank you, Tony. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's uh, time to pay some bills. Time to pay some bills and wrap it up. All right, brother. So uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we end every every episode thanking uh, these guys, and we are so appreciative of uh, Casey. Casey. Lights yep. For just. You know, bring us, bringing us into the family, um, showing us a good time, making us part of everything they do, yeah, and uh, just having such an amazing experience every event that we're at. With I mean, them. and honestly, bringing us here, inviting us to a place like this, opening doors, sure. right, and yeah. you know, introducing you know other other people in the business, and it's it's very, yeah, it's an opportunity, and it's it's awesome that they support us that way. Yeah, and you know. Um, check them out uh, they've got some amazing products I think by this time they've they've kind of come out with some new products but we can't talk about it at right. this moment <laughs> we can't talk uh, about it yet. just to be safe uh, but it's yeah it's still a ways out though so you're fine we are uh, me and Frank are both uh, lovers of their Pro 6 light bar oh yeah um, we both have them they're 8 light bars and uh, highly recommended um, you want to light up your world at night that's the way to go yeah there's nothing like having the sun mounted to your roof that's all I got to say. Straight up. I That's mean, all I got to say. Chase bar, <laughs> A-pillar lights, fog lights, you know, headlights, all that, my cyclones, yep. everything. Everything. Dude, my when when I light everything up, it is 
beyond bright. Yeah, and there's a certain level of confidence with knowing that it's reliable and that you're going to get what you you're going to get the same experience every time that you hit that switch, and that the the world is just going to illuminate in a way that's incredible. No doubt. I so, mean, I've never had any issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we put those things to the ringer. So it's been awesome. And if you have any issues, call them up. Yep. And but if you, if this few and far between. And if we've convinced you at this point of talking about KC. <laughs> For as much as we have to get some, we still have the coupon That's code. That's right, RFD20. That's right. Oh my God, have we stopped talking about that? Yes. We have. No, RFD20, There's a lot 20, of things that we've stopped talking about, so RFD I'm going to bring some of those up right now. RFD20, um, check them out, and uh, you know, you'll get a little 20% yeah, love yeah. right there. Yep, courtesy yep. of Rigged for Dirt. Uh, we'll take care of you. And then our other partner, um, Rigged Supply. R-I-G-D, supply.com. Yep, also with us from the beginning. From day one. Yep. Supporters of the podcast, supporters mm-hmm. of us as individuals. That's right. Helped Ollie get started. Dude. Right? Helping, I mean, everything. We're going to talk to Jason here pretty soon. That's right. Right? He'll be coming up in a future episode not yep. too long off. So definitely check that out when it comes up. And, you know, what they're doing over there is is good stuff. If you listen to the episode that we did with Luke, um, the, the owner, founder um, of, uh, of Rigged Supply and, and kind of Dude. his passion. Legit. Yeah. I mean, it. It's cool. Just like a lot a, of love. A lot, lot of love yeah. and a good, solid why as to why he's doing what he's doing and the reasons uh, that have governed his decision-making in uh, um, the company that he's created. It's, yeah. It's amazing. So if you've ever seen their Ultra Swing and wondered why, listen to that episode. He explains it very well on, yep. on why you should or even shouldn't um, uh, get an Ultra Swing. Seriously. So Yep. So, yeah, thanks to them. The other thing that I wanted to bring up um, is our partnership with Gear Forward. Yep. Um, Yep. So that's official. We're looking at... um, Are we going to start that up in October? Yeah. So I think we're going to start planning um, um, a collection for uh, donations for Gear Forward. So the plan there um, is to collect either used or new, um, but obviously in good condition, uh, camping supplies that we can then pass on to needy children so they can experience the outdoors. And that's, um, you know, and that's even, and it's not just like, not like we're giving this to like random children, right? We're talking about like when a Boy Scout troop wants to go camping and not all the kids can afford new camping gear, right? They go to gear forward. Oh, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Right. All these different groups that help support kids, right? Gear forward forward helps those groups accomplish their goals so that's kind of where we fit in and what we want to help support so um, it's all about giving them access to something that they thought was out of their reach exactly so that's kind of a yeah so definitely keep an eye out for that we'll be talking about gear i'm forward so a stoked lot more. you brought them on board yeah they, yep. they've been awesome awesome so that's it from us thanks for uh listening you can find us at rigfordirt.com and you can find me at kate the jeep yep i'm at trucky mctruckface and don't forget to check us out on instagram at rigfordirt hey and you know when you go on there and you go on uh, spotify or you go on apple music please give us a review yes i mean you could tell us you hate our faces that's fine do it i don't care but, but send that in a in a dm don't put that in the review <laughs> but if you enjoy it like let us know i mean that that helps us that helps other people yes uh we appreciate it and we're happy to have you part of the family yep absolutely thanks so, for listening thanks for listening